Hello, and welcome to the WW Review. I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Pete Ponacorvo and Laura Fitzpatrick. Hello, guys. How's hey, Chris. Laura, welcome back. Welcome, yeah, thanks. <laughs> back from the dead. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say quite the dead, but uh, no. After uh, after missing you for a week, we're sure glad to have you back. Well, thanks. Was, I miss you guys, too. Thank you. Uh, let me throw something at you. I love putting you in the spot. I love the random answers. Uh, you're going to go mountain climbing today. Okay. I need you to I need you to rank them. I need you to rank Splash, Space, and Big Thunder from best to least. Okay. Easy. It's like it's like picking amongst your three favorite kids. What do you do? Space, Thunder, and Splash. Space, Thunder, and Splash. Don't like the water rides, Pete? Man, I'm 6'6". Six, six. I'm 280 pounds right now. You don't want to see me in a wet t-shirt. <laughs> it's not a good look. Oh, man. That didn't... I didn't intend it to go there. <laughs> Laura? Uh, I'm going to go Splash, space, space, Big Thunder. Okay. Interesting. Have you been out in Big Thunder since the uh, since the whole Q adjustment? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You were... Um, or just a matter of all three being great rides, and that would just well, the yeah, that's ride. pretty much it. Um, my husband doesn't really like roller coasters; they hurt his head. So oftentimes, I'm riding Space and Thunder by myself, unless I'm with my parents who still like it. So he does like Splash. So okay. most trips, we do Splash a couple of times, and then I'll do Space and by myself. I'll definitely do Space by myself with Big Thunder. I typically I'll just skip it if he doesn't want to go on it. So. Hmm. My my youngest daughter, when she was about seven years old, finally was able to get herself on on Splash Mountain. From that moment forward, that's her favorite ride, clearly. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I disagree, even though you do get a little wet at the end. Mm-hmm. That the theming and the, just the length of the ride, oh, yeah. it it is just a, it's a great. <laughs> it's a great ride. It, it's just hard to cut it. Not that Space Mountain or Big Thunder isn't, but Splash is uh, Splash is king in this house. Oh, that's for sure. It's so detailed, and the music, and just puts you in a good mood. It does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, the animatronics I, going around and great views of the park during the day and night. You're right. So, yeah. So much. And if you're lucky enough, you'll get a you'll get a, a gator in the pool as you splash down. You know, right? My favorite part about that ride in the summer is Disney air conditions the outside. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're sitting you're right, and it's like, woo, it's you know, you're a little bit chilly. It's nice. I'm not definitely not complaining, but they mm-hmm. definitely. They're not just blowing fans at you. They're blowing air conditioning at you out, you know, while you're standing in the queue line. So that's really nice. You are right. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got you both on today. And actually, Laura, I wanted to focus on you because you are a lucky gal. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you're a lucky gal. Yeah. You're, you're going to be at our, our happy place here very shortly. And I wanted to talk to you briefly about that. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you expect, where you stand, where you're where are your dining reservations? I'm going to live vicariously through you for the next couple of weeks. Sounds good. Yes. I'm very excited. This is a much needed trip. Um, if you've been following me on Facebook, you might have seen that I was let go from my school district. So um, I was able to ask my principal for to see if I could use um, another one of my sick days for traveling. And I he graciously let me. So I'm able to go now for five full days instead of four full days. So I'm very excited about that. Um, 
and Southwest Airlines, I was able to change my flight for only $20 difference. So that was really exciting too. Um, so we're going to try a couple of new restaurants this time. Um, first one that we've never dined at is Tony's um, Town Square in the Magic Kingdom. Have either have you guys eaten there before? Based on, I have not. Based on reputation, I've avoided it at all costs. I know, but I'm like, you know what? I want to try it and see what it's all about. So um, we're going to try Tony's cool. Thursday night. Um, and then Friday night, or Friday for lunch, we're going to do 50s Prime Time in Hollywood Studios, another one we've never done before. Oh. Oh. So, that one you're going to like. Yeah, we're sci-fi dine people. We love the atmosphere at sci-fi. So so he was a little disappointed that we're not doing sci-fi, but I'm like it's for research. We got to try 50s prime time. So did he buy it? You know, he's he's very go with the flow with okay. it comes to Disney. So he's okay. <laughs> you busted out the old is for research. I like yep. it. <laughs> Um, and then Friday night for dinner. Right now, I've got Tutto Italia planned. We've never eaten there before. We have dined in the Tutto Gusto um, area when they when Epcot did two years ago. They did that wine and wine down thing. Mm-hmm. So we did that. So he's a he likes Italian food. So we're gonna do that okay. one. Saturday, we don't have any dining reservations planned. We want to just kind of want to snack around the world because of Flower and Garden and all the little outdoor kitchens. We want to kind of try that and um, experience Flower and Garden. And then on Sunday, we're going to do Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch, another one that we've never done before. Wow, look at you. Yeah, so lots of research in the name of research, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Where are you going to stay this trip? Uh, we are staying at All Star Sports. Okay. Um, back when we, we were originally going to do the Star Wars 10K on Saturday, um, I will fully admit that I haven't been training, and then I injured my ankle, and yeah, so we deferred it to next year, but we're still going. Um, so with the Star Wars, you could stay anywhere with the buses, so we just thought, oh, we'll stay at the cheapest place possible and we ended up getting a really good rate with our annual passes at all-star sports and it seems like according to availability everywhere that walt disney world will be very busy next weekend Mm. so because i try to change it it's like well let's you know let me check out port orleans riverside or um, even caribbean beach and you can't get anything anywhere so so we have the okay. All-Star Sports. I like the All-Stars. Um, I've never stayed at All-Star Sports, so again, research. <laughs> well, well, since we're talking about research, have you checked out the three-bedroom Grand Villa? The I think it's called the Asante Suite over at the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Is that available, Laura? <laughs> you know what? I don't... You're talking research. I mean... <laughs> Are you are you paying? Because I, I'll try any, <laughs> anything if someone else is paying. <laughs> um, okay. No, I, actually, I tried to like some rooms in Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom there are some rooms but you know 500 bucks a night is not really what I'm looking to pay of course so, um, okay and we were talking earlier about uh, the Rivers of Light you mentioned mention what you were mentioning there because I know you were super excited about the possibilities of that yeah so it's supposed to open April 22nd which of course is the week after we come back because we're going um, the Wednesday April 13th through Sunday April 17th 
and uh, I saw some, you know, rumors that it's a possibility that Rivers of Light will be premiering, doing some cast member previews and some annual pass holder previews the weekend we're there. So I'm really hoping on April 16th there's going to be some kind of annual pass holder preview so that we can go check it out. Mm-hmm. So Now let's say, if you were down there, do you have plans in the 16th? Do you have fast passes at any other park? Or is that kind of an open free day where if you learned at the last moment they were going to do that, you could hop on over there? Um, I mean, I have fast passes planned for Epcot, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's nothing detrimental you know if we want to go over to animal kingdom and check it out it's not gonna be a big deal so but i'm an ocd planner who i would rather know right now so i can (laughs) you know put it in my disney experience and get get it all on my app and ready to go so but that's okay i'll sacrifice that if i get to see that show so (laughs) yes so we could actually be uh we could have on our page and you know we can reshare from from your page, some of the actual first footage of the Rivers of Light. That'd be uh, be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be ideal. So cross your fingers oh. for me. Awesome. Um, I plan on you know posting on Facebook and Twitter on my personal page on the Dub page, and um, I'm gonna try going out doing the Facebook Live video stream every once in a while while I'm down there. So definitely tune in. So um, cool. Yeah, our listeners can. Be a little, be at the world with me for a little bit. Awesome. Peter. All right. Well, Chris, I know I'm not going down for the foreseeable future. And I know, unfortunately, due to some other circumstances, you had to just cancel your trip, correct? This is true. So, this is true. I had to cancel a cruise and a trip. Yes. Um, to help us kind of stave off the the... I I'm, I can't believe I'm not at Disney World Blues. I thought a good idea today would be kind of discussing how we can how we all keep the Disney magic in our lives when we're not down at our favorite place. Pete, you say it so eloquently. <clears throat> the Disney Blues. I like to say murderous rage. <laughs> well, I, see when you start giving in ideas like that, it's permissible in court, and I try to keep anything like that at bay as much as possible. <laughs> That's why I need you on this show, Pete. See that? It's the same reason I don't make plans after work, because then they they start throwing around the world around the uh, the phrase you know premeditated and things like that. So I, I never make plans. See, folks. So that's why you're listening. Really, you're you're doing us a favor. This is like therapy for us, just to make sure that we can we can we can live normal lives. Oh, I see. I see. So we're we're just gonna jump in there and throw that one in there right away, huh? Before yep. we even start the list. I see how it works. Okay. All right. So today we're going to talk about ways to capture the Disney magic. So things we do kind of to keep the magic alive in between trips. Is that right? Yep. That's what I was That's what I was thinking we could do today. All right. Well, I tell you what. That's a great idea. Fire us off one. You got the first one, Pete? Well, um, Disney podcasts. Whether it be uh, this one or... Any of the the myriad of podcasts that are out there. Okay. Yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, cripes, if you looked at my Stitcher feed or my iTunes feed, it's almost entirely podcast minus the Fantasy Baseball and Fantasy Football podcast and the Walking Dead podcast, but certainly everything else is a Disney podcast, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so I know we, uh, we touched on it once in a uh, 
a op- show opening question, but you know some of the the ones that I really enjoy are like Wedway Radio is one of my favorites. Um, the unofficial guide with Jim Hill, uh, WDW Mousinger. You know which ones do you guys really love? Like really enjoy listening to. Um, I really like Force Be Our Guest. Just the the joy that goes with that one. I feel like there's, you know, it's always so positive, and there's a lot of trip reports and good information on there. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I agree with you 100%. I listen to a bunch myself. Um, you know, I, I didn't mention the first time, you know, truthfully, uh, I actually enjoy listening to, uh, to Lou Mangello's podcast. Lou is a professional, and his podcasts always have a professional quality sound to them, and they're, uh, the topics are, are, are thoroughly thought out. And I listen to Lou, and he entertains me a lot, too, that's for sure. So, But most definitely, on the way to and from work, uh, if I just want a half an hour to remind me of what I really look forward to on vacation, it's definitely a Disney podcast. Laura, what do you think? What do you, what do you got? What, what would you do in between trips to capture the Disney magic? Um, well, a silly thing that I do is I have a touring plans membership and often I'll check wait times and on my phone and, you know, kind of put myself like, Oh, what park would I be in today? And what would I be waiting in line for? So, And then I just really like the Touring Plans website, Um, just playing around with, like, the Room Finder and, like, the resort. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever done that before, but they've taken pictures from, like, certain balconies or certain, like, patio areas of the rooms around Walt Disney World. So, like, kind of just picture, like, for my trip coming up, All-Star Sports, you know, like, what room... Do I want to stay at now? Obviously, the view doesn't really matter because it's a motel style resort. But last mm-hmm. year, last year when I was planning out my honeymoon for Beach Club and Wilderness Lodge, I was using that as like what view am I looking for? So because you can punch in if you're if you paid for a preferred room or you know at the Beach Club like a water or lagoon view. It's just fun to even if you don't have a resort or if you don't have a trip planned. You know, I like playing with the Grand Floridian and mm-hmm. Apollo, just kind of messing around with that and, you yeah. know, dreaming that way. I have busted out the occasional hey deer uh, for around dinner time. How long do you think the wait is right now on uh, on Splash Mountain? Or, and I'll actually have the back documented uh, number behind me. So I I do the same yep. thing, too, as well. Yep. It's pretty cool. Hey, let me ask you this much. When you guys sit around the dinner table do you guys watch YouTube videos like uh, my family's been forced to watch with me? No? No. <laughs> not not at dinner, but I, I will sit and watch YouTube videos of, you know, the old attraction ride-throughs. And... Yeah, I'll do that by myself. <clears throat> well, we have an interesting combination because I've got, uh, they're going to be 11 years old. I've got a four-year-old and myself and my wife. So to try and find something all of us like on TV... Is is almost impossible. We can always settle on like uh, on like a Disney YouTube video. So, for example, we watch we watch a lot of i theme parks theme park walkthroughs. Uh, he's got really good footage. You know, his camera is really steady and the sounds clear. We listen to a program called Mouse Steps Weekly, and it's like a half an hour program about once a week, and they talk about the newest topics and they've got great footage and their sound is really good too as well. 
And then uh, Big Fat Panda's got really good videos, and they're really enjoyable. He pokes fun at himself. He doesn't take himself too seriously, but he's got really good guests on there as well. We watch a lot of YouTube videos, and it just seems, you know, the youngest can take something away because she can recognize a lot of the characters and a lot of rides. She was just singing to you guys earlier today. Mm -hmm. It's a small role. She, she knows the entire song. So, you know, as, as goofy as it is, we spend more time watching Disney YouTube videos than, like, current news. Uh, current news is kind of difficult to watch in the morning to kids. You don't want to have to explain what some of these things are, are actually, why they're happening in Chicagoland. It's a difficult conversation to have. So we kind of choose escapism sometimes at dinner and uh, and breakfast. So, yeah. Chris, I, I think I brought this up with you at one point. I don't know if, I, Laura, I don't think I've asked you at all. You guys ever check out martinsvids.net on YouTube? You brought it up to me, yeah. No. Uh, basically, they're like little history lessons about individual rides or lands. And, you know, some of these are 30, 40, 50 minutes long, and they're multi-part. So, I mean, I literally, last Sunday, I think I just sat around and watched a bunch of them. Wow. Um, it, really good quality, Pete. You're right. When you pointed point it out to me, I uh, I looked it up that day. It was really, really well done, that's for sure. I'll, just, I'll especially watch, like, the best of with Stacy. On YouTube, mm -hmm. and then um, this will kind of cross into my next one. I'll watch the old TV specials um, from, like, Food Network when they did Unwrapped at Disney World or, you know, Guy Fieri's uh, uh, holiday special yeah. from Disneyland. Yeah, his family in Disneyland, right? They did a, a cruise line special with uh, a number of the the Food Network personalities, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And even like Mission Imp or uh, Dinner Impossible did a an episode down there as well. Yeah, no so. doubt the uh, the one you're talking about where he did the Disney Cruise Line. The name escapes me, and I'm gonna remember it as soon as we go off the air. But uh, he's a local boy. He's from Elmwood Park. Yeah, my my wife would know too. Why am I not thinking of the name? I don't know, but he's a local guy too. Jeff His Moore. barbecue sauce. Jeff yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yep. But then the other thing I'll watch on TV is, like, uh, on AMC now, they've got the Disney Vault stuff that they'll pull out occasionally. Like it's usually, like, once a month for one day, they'll play a bunch of Disney stuff. Yeah, old stuff you can't find anymore, you know? Right. You're right. Cool. Laura, what do you got? Um, let's see here. How about something really unique? Well, that's what I'm looking at my list. Um... Well, I like to, one of my favorite stores to go to, to look at Disney tchotchke stuff is the Hallmark store. They've always got some tchotchkes so I can buy them and put them around my house. And my house isn't too decorated in Disney just because my husband's not as Disney nutty as I am. But um, he lets me, you know, do certain things. And then he did buy me some outdoor stuff. Like I've got an outdoor grumpy in the garden that, you know, it says welcome to my garden and he crossed out welcome, um, or grumpy did, you know? So I don't know, just walk around the house and see all my Disney trash keys make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> it makes complete happy, sense to me. But you know, I got, I got a lot of the hallmark. My favorite one is it's a castle silhouette. And on it says to all who come to this happy place, welcome. So I have that displayed in my house and 
It's really nice. Yeah. It, Hallmark does have some really cool stuff. I remember seeing they had a whole like quotes section, mm-hmm. but it was almost all quotes attributed to Walt Disney. Some really weren't actually stated by Walt Disney, but it was a really cool section, and the quality of that Hallmark stuff is really nice, too, as well. Yeah, so I've got a lot of that stuff. Okay. Well, I agree with you on the going to the Disney store and the collecting of stuff. One of the things that my family does, and I've mentioned this as part of a blog I do for the Resort Loop podcast, is that in a way to get my kids to go to the mall, if we need to run to the mall for any reason, we will go to the Disney store, and they trade Vinylmations at the Disney store. And don't know if you guys are aware of that. If you bring in a Vinylmation to them, they'll usually keep a display, a glass display behind the counter. And it's got three. Sometimes they have larger displays. And you could trade just for free one of yours for one of theirs, provided that yours is in good shape. So if we need to get the kids to go to the mall, they'll just pocket one of their existing Vinylmations they no longer want. And it always keeps them really interested in going to the Disney store. Like, they really need a reason to go to the Disney store in the first place. But, yeah. Right. Like, it's really... Like any of us need really need a reason to go to the Disney store. I was there the other day. <laughs> You're right. Dad pockets one, too, just in case I see one. That's right. Pick, picking the order of who goes first can sometimes be a challenge, but, yeah. Still is really pretty cool, though. They no longer do it in downtown Disney, though. Are you guys aware of that? It seems like Vinylmations may be on their way out. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. I was never into the Vinylmation much. Yeah. In fact, I think I have one, and it was given to me as a gift in the uh, ornament exchange. It's a okay. it's a goofy that smells like uh, candy cane. Oh, okay. It's the only one I have. Hmm. When we first started collecting, they used to trade vinylmations at every resort gift shop. They had their specific store on on D Street, and they used to trade them in the Disney Pin Traders location in downtown Disney. The kind of the the, the, the unique shaped building. It's not quite an octagon, but it's kind of like that. And Vinylmations were everywhere. And pretty soon they stopped at the resorts. And pretty soon they stopped at the pin traders. And all of a sudden, D Street now no longer contains Vinylmations. It contains, uh, you know, Star Wars stuff and whatnot. So it, it's pretty hard to find. You can still find them brand new, but there's no more trading as far as vinyls go. So I fear that might be a, a, a dying, you know, memorabilia. Yeah, I think so. With the Disney community, so... Peter, what else you got, buddy? Um, well, the next one I have on my list that I do real regularly, if I'm not listening to a podcast on my way to work, it's Disney Internet Radio. You know, Kungaloosh, Magical Mouse Radio, or Magical Mouse Radio, or even uh, Mouse World Radio. I'll, I'll listen. I'll throw those on my my. Jeez, uh, I can't talk tonight, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my tune-in app and I'll listen to some of those on the way in to work I'll even put that on in the ambulance at times especially like if I get a, a pediatric patient I use Pandora Disney music and in tune Disney music or tune in Disney music to my advantage mm-hmm. yeah I do the same yeah, thing do- sometimes though I'll put on the I'll just go to YouTube and type in Epcot entrance music background loop or the Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom one. Like I, I like listening to the background loops and I know the radio stations do that too, but sometimes I need a specific <laughs> background loop. So I'll just type it into YouTube and I'll play that. You know what? Isn't that, isn't that funny to think of where we're at in our stages of life and think of the kind of careers we have. 
and what kind of high stress environments we work in, and we default back to something like that. It just kind of goes to show you how that can. I don't want to say the word level the playing field, but kind of return some sanity to you during a, you know what would be an otherwise stressful day, you know. And yeah. I'm sure you've had people walk in, and I'm sure you've had people raise an eyebrow to you for listening to that. But you know, I'm the same. But at this point, my staff and a lot of my customers already know the same thing. It just well, it's funny. Because <laughs> oh, that's just it Chris. Is what, it is what <laughs> yeah. it is. I teach eighth grade, and um, I guess I'm kind of a lame teacher because they're like, let's you know, listen to the radio and okay, so I turn on my background loops. <laughs> They're like, that's not what we want to listen to. I'm like, take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. You want so. music? This is what you got. Yeah. Exactly. Shut it, kids. It's Trace Caballeros today, and that's it. Yeah, right. I'm like, when you're when you're the teacher and you're an adult, then you can pick out what we listen to, but for now. <laughs> we agree 100%, Pete. As a matter of fact, many nights, if I can't get to sleep, I'll just pop that on and tune in radio as well, too. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Epcot entrance music. That's my favorite one to listen to. Yeah, old Epcot entrance music, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. I've been throwing Star Tunnel on a lot lately. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. It's so good we use it here. Yep. Every show. Mm -hmm. Every show. Laura, what else you got? Uh, Give me a winner. let's, Let's wrap this up shortly, but give me a winner. Okay. Um... Is this going to be my last one? Yeah, we might go around one more time. Okay. Well, I'll do another kind of an obscure one. Um, I love Disney parks, but I also love Disney movies. So a couple years ago, I went ahead and joined the Disney Movie Club. Um, So you have to purchase a certain amount of movies each year, and then you're eligible for dollar movies, free movies, special offers. Um, Sometimes they'll send you some cool like pins and lithographs with your purchases. So if you're not a member of the Disney Movie Club, I I recommend doing that, especially if you've got kids or, you know, you know kids because you can give away some of those movies for Christmas gifts or birthday gifts and things like that. So I find the membership worth it. Um, I've got a huge collection of Disney movies and, you know, someday my children will be set for life because (laughs) I've got so many. Um, But it comes in handy just to plug in a movie to watch and you know, make your connection back to the world that way, too. Absolutely. It's like a warm blanket looking over and seeing them all lined up on your shelf, too, isn't yes. it? Yes. I, I know it. Yeah. So I feel the same lot. way. But there's some really good deals coming around, too, especially with all the properties that Disney now is acquiring. I mean, there are some movies that you didn't think were owned by Disney that are in mm-hmm. there now that you can get for relatively cheap. So, cool. Yeah. You're kind of on top on that one as well. I, every year, uh, I'm sure they, if they hear this, they'll stop sending them to me. But I request a new vacation planning DVD every year. I have a small collection of them. <laughs> That's a good idea. The, well, the video didn't change from 15 to 16 because I've been watching it on YouTube. It's almost identical in 15 to 16. But I agree, we have. We have Disney Vacation Club and Disney Cruise Line videos, and yeah, absolutely, I do the same thing. Yeah. Another trip, Mr. Malik? Yeah. <laughs> yes? <laughs> Our records show that you haven't been with us since 2012. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to convince the wife. That's why I need the video again. Just send it, all right? <laughs> Keep sending the video. Keep sending it. I like um, just to tie what I, I mean. Obviously, I'm a travel agent, so I have the pleasure of 
working year-round planning trips for other people, but I live vicariously through them. But um, I used to, when I was in college, I would plan fake trips. Yep. Because <laughs> when I was the in faux college, trip plan. Yeah, when I was in college, they were coming out with those great deals of buy four get three free and like free dining. So I would, you know, draw up some quotes and I would send them to my parents, and you know, I get shot down right away and. You know, I kept doing that and doing that, and finally they, you know, they bit. 2013, they decided that was the year that we were going to go. So, <laughs> cool. but planning fake trips is fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, I've got something that I guarantee neither of you have, and as a matter of fact, it'd be hard pressed if anyone in the audience would have this as well, too. So many years ago, I I don't know where I got it. If it was at a garage sale or a thrift store, but I got my hands on. 50 or 60 old Disney magazines. And they were from years like when Flubber was in the movie theaters and Lion King first just came out. So Disney used to put out a magazine and it covered all the news. It covered uh, collectibles, it covered parks, it covered movies, it covered everything. And, you know, of course, at this point, there's no one in the world that would want to read them other than me, it seemed. So as I'm reading the magazines, I didn't want to throw them away. So I tried to figure out what to do with these magazines. So I got my kids and... Uh, me in, in a really kind of a unique habit where we actually went and took every magazine and we decided which pictures were most important and we cut them up and we put the pictures all in a box and we kind of we kind of described them as either they were thick stock paper or thin stock paper and then we cut up the pictures even further and we make actually Disney collages based on the magazines that were cut out and the pictures that were cut out so as of right now I've got about five or six posters in the house and I can't tell you how therapeutic it is after you work a crazy long day. Or last year, you know, my father battled a you know pretty serious illness all last year. If you just want some decompression time and you're on TV to get out the pair of scissors and cut out the picture and paste just what you want on this actual, it's a canvas, and use the Mod Podge, not glue, actual crafting like glue on it. I can't tell you how therapeutic it is. And as a result, I've got like five posters. I'll have to take pictures and send them to you guys to actually put them on the WW page. So much so, the kids actually started doing it with me. So it became almost a full family activity. But it was really cool and therapeutic as well, too. Hmm. Yeah. Look at you, Super Dad. Wow. Yeah. That's a, well, that's I don't a great idea. Pete, i got to show you the pictures, honestly. There are some really, it's a cool combination of like the newest pictures and like uh, a picture of Walt having tea. With Julie Andrews dressed as Mary Poppins. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and so I kind of made a, a complete collage of various things that I thought were really neat. And it didn't have any particular motif. It wasn't like I was trying to get all Epcot pictures in one. It just was pictures that fit my mood at the time. And uh, if I took a picture, you would think to yourself, A, that guy's a real big dork. But B, that's really pretty cool. And with using their correct Mod Podge, it's called Material. It'll last forever. It'll never brown. It'll never. It'll never turn different colors. So, so much so that my youngest now, who's four, she insists upon coming over every time with her own pair of scissors and cutting up some pictures. So I give her some of the ones that wouldn't quite make the cut for me, so to speak. And she's into it now too. Nice. Yeah, yeah I got. I got to post those pictures. I know it's sounds pretty random or pretty dorky, but. Believe me, in a time of stress, there's nothing more relaxing than just taking some scissors or some pictures and cutting them up. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's cool. So, all right, Pete, 
Let's go around one more time. What do you got? Right, my last one is going to be, you know, go, not necessarily a travel book or a travel guide, but go find some of the books about Disney. You know, uh, Years of Steel is a good one. The Vault of Walt has got, I think, eight or nine volumes out now. Uh, Wisdom of Walt from uh, from Jeff Barnes is another good one. Yeah, yeah Ears of Steel from Bart Scott, correct? Yep. Yeah, that was a great book. I read that a couple of summers ago. It was great. Yeah, no, I agree. My collection's immense. My book collection, it's immense. Mm-hmm. That was one of mine. What do you got? What's your favorite book, Laura? Ooh. I'm putting you on the spot. Um, what, what, what was the most recent Disney book you read? Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was Marty Sklar. I think it was Dream. Dream. Dream it, do it? Yeah, 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 that one. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've always liked Marty Sklar. I got to see him and hear him talk in 2012, and I could just listen to him talk. It was so nice hearing him talk about Walt, you know, because he, you know, he knew firsthand. So Mm -hmm. that was my favorite recent one. Another one I really like to listen to often is, um, or listen to, read is like the unofficial guides, you know, I just. You know what? You're exactly right. If you were going to ask me that question, I was going to say I read the whole unofficial guide of Walt Disney World in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was the most recent book I completed was the unofficial guide. Yeah. It's just, so, you know, it's a lot of information. It's funny to see what, you know, other people, like what, because I, mean, I think of the new of unofficial guide for newbies, you know, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are getting the, the book and, you know, their first time going to Disney World and obviously we're little bit more seasoned than that but it's fun to read those and pretending you're a first timer again sure sure so pete what's your favorite um yeah this is gonna sound cheap but being that he's a a good friend of mine i'm gonna go with years of steel right now Mm. yeah give give me the 30 second synopsis of ears of steel from bart ears of steel basically follows bart through a I think it's like a four, three, four or five day trip down to Disney and how you can convince the man in the house that this is a good idea. It's a, it's a tongue in cheek humor book. Um, I, he says it's, it's, it's not a, a guidebook, but it is a humorous guide. Mm-hmm. And there have been, there are a number of sections in there that, Literally just had me laughing in the ambulance as I was reading it. You know, in, in full disclosure, actually, Pete and I went to go actually uh, listen to, to, to Bart last spring. It was about a year ago that he went to go and speak at a library and we were there. And he's just as hysterical in person as he is in, in, in the book, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I know he hasn't officially announced the publisher, but I know he does have a new book coming out uh, before the end of the year. Cool. That he has officially announced. Well, I know he's got a podcast as well, too. It's, it's called Ears of Steel Podcast, right? It's uh, the Ears of Steel Podcast. He usually does one or two a week. Mm-hmm. And he's, again, one of my favorites. I listen to him all the time. So, Cool. Well, can I plug something real quick? Heck yeah. Okay. Um, have you guys read the Kingdom Keepers books by Ridley Pearson? 
No. I have them. I haven't read them. My son's currently reading okay. them. Okay. I do have them on audio, so if you'd like to borrow them on audio, I do have them. Um, he is coming to Naperville on April 20th, so my friend Lauren and I are going to go see him again. We've gone to see him um, every time he's at Anderson's Bookstore in Naperville. So he's a really cool guy, and he was actually in Disney World last week. He was posting on Facebook that he was in Epcot and doing some readings at the local schools in Orlando for his new books that are coming out. So, But the Kingdom Keepers... They're definitely directed towards, you know, middle school, but um, they're all about being inside the parks and, at night, and they're really, really cool. I mean, if you're a Disney fan, you'll really enjoy them. So, Cool. What, what day is he coming April for? April 20th. Hmm. So I will be there. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Maybe we'll make a hookup. Maybe go, uh, go for some breakfast or something. It'll be in the evening. It'll be a long breakfast. Yes. <laughs> what, what day of the week is that? Oh, uh, Wednesday maybe. I think it's a Wednesday. Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Okay. So I'll be there. But he's a really cool guy, and he'll do a reading, and then you know you can get your book signed by him, and so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You got a last one, Laura? Um. No, we pretty much covered all mine. Um. My last kind of two could be tied together is. I used to play Kingdom Hearts on PlayStation 2 and then, you know, the Star Wars movie premiere. Anytime mm. there's a movie premiere, going to see that. But okay. that's it. Okay. Well, I got the last one here, and it's probably something a lot of you guys do. Um, you know, in addition, when you go to the resorts, sure enough, a bunch of those soaps and a bunch of those shampoos come home with me. Uh, um, I try to take as many of them home as I possibly can get my hands on. So yeah. I like to... At least, at least pretend like I'm still in my Disney resort. But uh, another thing I started actually taking was the single serving of the Joffrey's coffee. And then I learned through, you know, actually through a podcast we listened to called the Resort Loop Podcast that Joffrey's coffee is actually the official coffee of Disney. Uh, and they make a lot of blends that are served in the resorts. So if you go to the Joffrey's website, you can order the actual Disney blend coffee for a number of varieties. They have it for uh, Crepes Sanaa. They have it for Flying Fish. They have the the, the, the French the French roast, uh, which is the one that's served in the room. They have it for the Artist Point. They have they have a bunch. Uh, Victorian Alberts is great. They have a new Alani blend. So, you know, when you open up that bag of coffee in the morning and you just look down and you see it's Disney Parks inspired and it's the one they would serve at Artist Point and you make it in your own French press... There's nothing like getting your day started with something they would serve in one of the best restaurants at Disney. And if you're like me and you've probably hoarded years of your Disney refill mugs, you know, you start your morning off with a refill mug and your Disney Parks coffee, you know, it, it, you couldn't start it off any better. You, you think to yourself, you know, I would be doing the exact same thing if I was there. So I don't know if you guys are coffee drinkers or not, but my wife knows that a six or eight bag order is, is not rare in this house, that's for sure. <laughs> You coffee drinkers, guys? No. No, but I'm not in my head with you with the soaps. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got a I've got a bin full of them. Yeah. Soaps and shampoos. Yeah. Okay. My favorite. I like the the lotion. You can get the H2O Disney Resorts. I'll go and buy it because of the the one smell that they have. Which one? The green one or the orange one? Um, no, it's like a t- aqua color. It's Bath Aquatics Body Balm. Okay. But I buy those in bulk when I'm there because I'm afraid that 
they're not going to sell them anymore. <laughs> Pete, is it just a special occasion when you'd crack one out like me when I come home and I see the kids going down to the, getting a soap? I'll give them the old dirty look and say, don't even think about taking that one. Oh, no, no. They, it, my, they don't get used. They, they don't get used. It's very rare that they'll get used. <laughs> That's like a wedding type soap, right? That, you better be a special <laughs> occasion to crack that baby out, right? Yeah, yeah really. I'll take it. To, I'll take mine to other hotels. <laughs> I literally have taken my other hotels. Yep. It's terrible. That's really funny. Well, Pete, we have to live vicariously through Laura. We're trying to do things to keep the magic alive. She's going. So, um, what would you what would you want Laura to capture for you? What would you what would you offer her as far as advice or what she could do to help us enjoy her trip more? Give her give her something. <laughs> wow, nothing like giving me a heads up on that. <laughs> right? Anything um, you need to check out when I'm there? No, not really. I mean, I, I, anything I want to see, I really want to see myself. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Laura, you're going to the Magic Kingdom, correct? Of course, yep. If you go to the Magic Kingdom, are you guys Small World fans? Um. Yeah, we, we usually go on it. Go on it once. When you go on it, would you send me a text message or a Facebook post letting me know you're going to go on, and I'll get my youngest to watch, and she is a Small World fan beyond compare. Um, so she would certainly love to go and actually, quotes, be on the ride with you. That would be uh, <laughs> that, that would be awesome for her. Sure, yeah. So if you go on it, let me know. I will. I'll have. make sure I do that. Awesome. So anything before we wrap it up, guys? No. Pete, anything? Just that it was snowing yesterday and it was 70 today. How about that? Yeah. Gotta love Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta love Chicago. And then, so, what, 37 and snow by Thursday? Tomorrow, no. 39 degrees. Nope. Even better. Nope. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Keep saying no, Laura. Eventually it'll be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, again, we appreciate everybody listening and downloading the show. And we certainly love doing it. And, you know, we do it, honestly, just because we love talking to each other. The three of us are good friends. So we just decided one day, hey, let's record these conversations. But we certainly appreciate you downloading and listening. If you want to get a hold of me for any reason, I'm at Disney Chicago on Twitter. And on Facebook, just search out my name and the WDW page on Facebook, like our page. We're going to have some exclusive content I hear shortly, hopefully, from Laura. But, uh Feel free to like our page as the WW Review on Facebook. Pete? Uh, if you're going to try to get a hold of me, you should have a strong back because I'm fat and heavy. But you can reach me at, at Magic Mouse Medic on Twitter, and you can search my name, Peter Ponacorvo, on Facebook. Uh, try to make sure if you do that, let me know that you're you're reaching out to me from the podcast so I know uh, recently I've had a few people at uh, we're trying to get a hold of me, and I didn't know what it was from. They didn't seem to have any other connections, so I, I didn't really accept them right away. So don't let that happen. Uh, please don't let me do that to you as well. So let me know why you're trying to get a hold of me. <laughs> Yikes. <Laura>. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, Laura, you want to follow that one? <laughs> um. On Facebook, it's Laura T. Sell Fitzpatrick, and uh, on Twitter, it's at is Laura T. Awesome. So, yeah, um, real quick, there's some good specials out for summer. If you're interested in going to Disney World this summer, you can send me an email at laurafitz at themagicforless.com. 
So. And honestly, if you're listening to this, if you, how could you not be interested in going? Seriously. Right. All right. <laughs> I'm interested in going. I'm well, Pete, just I, not going. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to go. I just think it's going to be a surprise for you. Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. We'll see. All right. All right. So for my buddy Peter and my buddy Laura, I'd like to thank you again. And uh, remember, if you like the show, please go to iTunes, give us a review. We certainly appreciate that. It helps us, uh, helps, helps the show, and it helps people find the show. So, again, for Pete and for Laura, thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. All right, you got to sing nice and loud. Go ahead. It's a small road after all. It's a small road after all. It's a small, small road.